A deadly blast hit a hospital in Gaza. That's where we're starting the show. We're also checking in on the House, which failed to elect a speaker yesterday. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The Seven from The Washington Post. Today is Wednesday, October 18th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. For our first story today, hundreds of people are feared dead after an explosion at a hospital in Gaza City. Yesterday's blast appeared to be the single deadliest incident for civilians in Gaza since the war with Israel began. Displaced Gazans had been sheltering at the hospital ahead of an expected Israeli ground offensive. Palestinian officials said that an Israeli airstrike hit the hospital, but Israeli officials denied carrying out the attack and blamed a failed rocket launch from the Palestinian militant group Islamic Jihad. Neither claim could be immediately verified by the Post. The incident sparked outrage and protests across the Middle East, increasing fears of a broader conflict. President Biden landed in Israel this morning. He spoke to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu about the hospital explosion. I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not, not you. But there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we got a lot, we got to overcome a lot of things. Biden will meet with Israeli officials and the families of victims and hostages, but he won't travel to Jordan, where a planned summit with Arab leaders was called off following the hospital explosion. This is a rapidly developing story, and our reporters are working to get the most accurate information possible about a volatile situation. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. So follow along with the latest updates on our website. The House failed to elect a new speaker yesterday. That is story number two. No person having received a majority of the whole number of votes cast by surname, a speaker has not been elected. Pursuant to Clause 12A of Rule 1, the chair declares the House in recess subject to the call of the chair. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan didn't win enough Republican support to become speaker in the first round of voting. 20 Republican lawmakers voted against him, and he could only afford to lose four Republican votes. That means we still don't know who will lead the chamber after Kevin McCarthy was forced out of the position two weeks ago. Jordan and his allies are now scrambling to find more support among their colleagues. They said they would hold another vote today. At number three. Ukraine used long-range missiles that were provided by the U.S. for the first time. Yesterday, Ukrainian military officials said they fired a version of the missiles, which are known as attackums. They said that the missiles struck Russian military aircraft and ammo depots in occupied Ukraine. This could be an important moment in the war. The strikes demonstrate Ukraine's new ability to hit key targets deep inside Russian-held territory. That could help to revitalize Ukraine's slow counteroffensive against Russia. Story number four. The U.S. halted collection on some past-due COVID loans. This relates to around $62 billion in pandemic loans given to small businesses. The agency that manages the program has decided against using aggressive action to pursue borrowers behind on their bills. The Small Business Administration thinks recovering the money could cost more than simply writing it off. 
But the agency's watchdog said that decision could break the law. And yesterday, House Republicans opened their own investigation into the decision. Alec Baldwin may face new charges in the Rust movie set shooting. That is our fifth story. Prosecutors said yesterday that they have new evidence in the 2021 killing of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. They say it may show that Baldwin had criminal culpability in her death. Hutchins was killed when a prop gun handled by Baldwin was discharged on set. It also wounded the film's director. Involuntary manslaughter charges against Baldwin were dropped in April to give prosecutors more time to investigate. Prosecutors say they plan to present their new evidence within the next two months to a grand jury in Santa Fe. That will decide whether Baldwin needs to undergo a trial. Number six, the IRS announced a new way to file your tax return. It's called Direct File. It's a tax preparation software program just like TurboTax, but this software program was created by the IRS, and it's totally free. The agency hopes that the program will make it easier to fill out your tax forms. This new filing option will start in 2024, and it'll only be available in 13 states. And if you want to try it, you'll need a special invitation. Select taxpayers will start getting those around mid-February. And our last story today. A college student used artificial intelligence to read a 2,000-year-old scroll. Luke Farreter was at a party at the University of Nebraska when he received a text that would help him decipher an ancient message. It was an image of Greek letters written on an ancient Roman scroll. The scroll was damaged by a volcanic eruption in the year 79 AD, and researchers thought it would be impossible to ever read. You can see a picture of it in our newsletter. Farader sat down in a corner at the party and uploaded the image to an AI program he had created as part of a worldwide competition to decipher the scrolls. And it worked. His program had detected about a dozen letters. They spelled the ancient Greek word for purple. He's believed to be the first person in nearly 2,000 years to be able to read a part of the scrolls. Farader won a $40,000 prize for his discovery, but he's not done yet. His next goal is to win the $700,000 grand prize in the competition to decipher even more of the scrolls. That is the show for today. There's a lot of news happening in the world right now. And if you're looking for a good way to stay informed, you should sign up for our newsletter. It's free. It covers a wide range of topics and it hits your inbox early every weekday morning. Click the link in our show notes to find it. I'm Jeff Pierre and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.